I'm, I'm ready now. Actually, yeah, if you wouldn't mind, I'll get some water for me. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of But I Don't Know, though. I'd like to welcome all our new listeners. You know, Phil, I finally started telling people about the podcast when I do stand-up. I realized that, um, you know, giving out my Instagram is great, but the amount of people that I meet at uh, LOL Comedy Club, I should be telling people, you know, off top... Uh, yeah, about the thank you, bro. About the podcast. Yeah. Man. So we're here. It is me. I'm your co-host, Avery Mason, alongside the other co-host, Mr. Uh, Philosophus. Um, my <laughs> my paces are gonna win it all next year, Hunt. Philosophus. Who's your big three? Give me a second. Yeah, I ain't got a big three out there. I'll answer for you. I ain't got a big three out there in Indiana. Not a paces. We don't gotta have unless, a big three, man. That's Unless Larry Legend comes out of retirement, you kind of overrated. I would think that would be interesting for the NBA. Like, if they could just suit up any player within the organization, he gets to play a couple of games per season. The let's call it the Legends Rule. He could just come in and give you ten minutes, you know, (laughs) in a very wrestling kind of way. If you could just suit up anyone who works within your organization, Mm -hmm. meaning if they're a head coach, you know. Phil Jackson could come out there and sh- show him how to play power forward. Uh, I think Pop would suit up for sure. If Larry, Larry, well, Pop, I don't think he ever played in the NBA, but I think yeah, he's like an army looks- player. Nah, pretty sure he's never been an NBA player. I'm going to check the stats. Nah, I'm, I feel like he did play a couple years. He would if he could. I mean, if he – let me see. I feel like he played for army or coached for army, but I don't think he ever was an NBA guy, a professional. But I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. Uh, it's hard to find when Phil is wrong. Phil, but, uh, it's, you got to... What's my guy? Uh, like, you know, Larry Bird, Michael Jordan being the uh, owner of the team should just be able to, like, one day, like... And that would add, like, a very Vince McMahon element to the NBA of, like, up oh, game seven tonight, guess who just suited up? And Jordan <laughs> just comes out and plays five minutes. That would be fun. I, I, that's what would happen if Vince McMahon ever owned it. I NBA. think so. You, you bring somebody back a couple times a year, maybe around Christmas, Thanksgiving, Jordan the suit up, play like five, ten minutes. Yeah, it would just be fun. Um, like, up, oh, our shooting guard just went down. Uh, well, yep. we sub, to, who better than You do just like in um, Above the Rim. Remember that? They lost the guy. Yeah. <laughs> just pull the guy out. Oh, Tommy Shep. Hey, you know, what was wild about that movie is that Tommy Shepard, which... First off, let's address as an actor the fact that this guy just goes by Leon. Leon. It's like, how are you getting away with this? Jack A got away with it. Prince I've has gotten away with it. I seen some women on Twitter swooning over Leon like two months ago, and it just made me laugh of like, you know, because your mother, my mother anyway, would kind of come in the room when he was on. Ooh, that Leon. And it's like, this Negro don't have no last name. That's why they like him, because he's mysterious. Maybe so. What's his last name? Where is he from? Who are his parents? Like, we'll never you, know. How are you getting away with this, bro? Who, who just gets to be Leon? He had good hair. He, he's got these, you know, I mean, I ain't going to get eyes. describing the man, you know? but you, you feel free to do what you feel like. Hey, love listen, is love, listen, sir. I'm comfortable in my, my, my skin. I'm just saying, you know. I am, too. I'm comfortable in my own sexuality, but I ain't getting ready to describe the man in detail. Anyway, <laughs> you know what's weird about him in Above the Rim is that 
He scored all those points in corduroy pants. He sure did. And shoes. Oh, no. Was he wearing sneakers? I don't remember if he was wearing Yeah, sneakers. but he never had no basketball shoes. No, nah, no, none. So he, he subbed into the game and scored. He dropped like 50. He sure did. In corduroy pants. Oh. And it was just like, don't, nobody between Birdie and uh, the rest of the people in Dwayne Martin's character have a pair of shorts. To just throw them. Hey, yo, here you go, bro. Put these on. Try these. Nah, I didn't. Dwayne Martin actually made the what's it, the preseason team, I think, for the Knicks. Back in the day. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. right. He could have used the ball. And now he's going to make the preseason team for the divorce. You know, his, you know, his wife, <laughs> she's leaving him. Don't get sh- off into that. Nah, uh, Tisha Campbell. Now, all of you who thought she was cute when she was on Martin, you all got a chance now. Well, even she has left, hasn't she? I thought, I thought that didn't happen. <laughs> No, well, they, they, they uh, officially filed the uh, papers. Yeah, officially filed the papers. So okay. you're trying yeah. to shoot your shot. You know, now's your chance. Shoot your shot. Dwayne Martin, you know, <laughs> play for the Knicks. So hearing somebody say shoot your shot is kind of funny. Well, I, I, I didn't think you would get it. That was, that's what I was, so that's that's what I was good, going for. Pretty good reference there. Man. Thank I, you. I see what you did there. Yeah, I've been working on myself. You know, Phil, I've been working on myself, man. But I really want to talk about what we were just talking about, if you want to get back into it real quick. Talk about perception versus reality. All right, so there's a comic. I'm not going to name him. I saw him in the village. I said, what's up to him? We met a couple of times. He knows I'm a comedian. I mean, we don't work in the same rooms because he's at a different level. But he does know who I am because he's, you know, come up to me when I haven't seen him and say, hey, what's up, Avery? What's going on? How's the comedy? I see this guy in the village. I quickly dap him up, and I'm walking back to my car, but I forgot, as normal most New Yorkers do, forgot where I parked, and I was on the wrong side of the street, so I'm crossing back to the street to get to my car, and I see this comic staring at me, terrified. Now, I'm just saying, Phil, I don't know what he was going through his brain, but I can almost assume positively that he thought maybe I was coming to give him a smoke or rob him. That's because that's, <laughs> that's what his eyes, his eyes were big, like, I don't know, like, you know, like the last, like if he was a crackhead and he saw the last crack rock fall on the floor, his eyes were that big. <laughs> and Phil asked me when I told him, I said, did you say anything to him? I'm like, no, because guess what? At the age I'm at now, if, if you think that's what I'm doing that's, and you've met me more than once and you think that's what I'm doing, then think that. I don't care. Don't, don't come say nothing to me again. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I have nothing to prove to nobody. I'm not trying to. Well, there is something to it. I mean, you are a big guy, so. Yeah, but that's that's just how I am. That's there just, is I can't something about that. something about leaning into other people's perception of you. So you that think like, you think I should act like I'm gonna rob him so I can get stage time? Or sometimes just give them a polite <laughs> jump and make them drop their car keys or whatever. <laughs> a you pump know. fake? You want me to hit him with the pump fake? But yeah, a little bit of, you know. What you looking at? You better just drop your keys. Reach deep into your hoodie and fake like you pulling out something. Just, a just pump fake? Just, unless, <laughs> don't do it to the cops, though. But some of these people, when they act extra scared, and I mean, like, you know, I guess we all got to be open to people who have, you know, different um, whatever is there, you know. Like, okay, like I said, sometimes you can lean into the perception and like, okay, I, I just remember uh, Jay-Z, somewhere in Jay-Z's book, he was talking about, um, you know, he was saying like, sometimes we'll go off in the stores and we'll throw in the ice grill just to, just to make them think like, yeah, I might be in here stealing because you're following me around anyway. 
I've, I've done that before when I've been following around in Banana Republic. I had no business in there, but I was just looking. And so, all right, you, you, now you, you're following me around. I already peeped that. Yeah, let me keep put, picking up stuff and putting it down. I'm going to just make you sweat. <laughs> I'm going to make you sweat since that's what the fuck you want to be on. And the whole time you following me around, wasn't it on Don't Be a Menace when the yeah. two dudes were going to the store, the black yeah. one and the white one? And they would follow the black dude, and then the white dude would be stealing. Trey and old dog, yeah. <laughs> yeah so the guy went like, in there and just pulled out the plastic bag and just took the whole shelf. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the point is like, yo, let me lean into your perception. I guess you know. I might start doing that for people that give me stage time. Oh, you don't want to put me on the show, huh? Huh? You don't want to put me on the show? Five minutes. Hurry up with the five minutes. You think I'm playing with you? I forgot I what, what this woman was saying in particular, but, and I mean, you know, I guess we as dudes, we got to be open to the fact that I guess we do maybe make women uncomfortable. Like, I think it was Jamel Hill, and she was saying something about, like, when she's in a hotel, something about getting on the elevator alone, and two is that she says she ne- she'll go to the wrong floor just to throw you off, and I was like... Oh wow! I never even considered that that is a thing that somebody would have to do or feel like they had to do. Even well, that's that's like, like a, wow. that's like a tactic that women do. There's, there's a friend of mine, and she she told me she would guys that she would go on dates with, and the dates didn't go well. She would tell them her address is somewhere else. Like she would never yeah. let them pick her up. I remember she my sister doing say, that. Oh, uh, I, I live. Five blocks away from where she lives. So, oh, you live here? I remember I kept asking my sister, and I mean, this was, you know, years ago when I was like probably, you know, my sister's two years older than me. I was probably like 17, so she was probably like 19. So I'm like, why are you sitting on that dude's porch around the corner or whatever? And she's like, what? And, you know, you, you, you as a kid, you ask your sister questions at the wrong time. Your mama looking like, yeah. Why you was sitting on the tube porch around the car? And you're like, oh, shit, I didn't mean to put her in the middle. I was genuinely worried. But anyway, she was like, boy, one, she was like, quit asking me shit in front of her because she's nosy. Two, she was like, you know, I didn't want to say that in front of mama, but she was like, no, nah, I was going on a date with this guy, but I didn't want him to know where I live. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, it's that deep? <laughs> I guess it is. You like that. Apparently. You just want to make sure they don't know where you live in case they crazy. Yeah, they got all sorts of fake tactics, you know. I remember one time a girl had gave me a fake name, and after, like, after like I t- took her out and we were cool and shit, she goes, by the way, that's not my name. And it was like, what? And she's like, yeah, I just give dudes a fake name because <laughs> damn, <laughs> until I find out they cool or not. She said, you know, I might have bumped into you again and... You know, I'm I'm with another dude, and then you yell out the wrong name, and he looking at me, and he don't even think to look because he like, who the hell he talking to? So, wow, you know. But yeah, dude, I'm, I'll be honest. I'm just tired of uh, you know the judgments that I get. And Do you I'm just, feel like you ever have to like hide yourself or make yourself smaller? Or I used to, I used to, and then a while after a while, I'm like, you know what? What's the other dudes? Definitely not. But I'll say, like, even here in New York, sometimes when I'm walking on the street, if I go a few blocks and I'm still behind, like, a girl or something, sometimes I'll say something just to, like, I don't know. Like I feel like they're looking at me. You know what, what, I mean? do you, what do you say? Anything. It could just be, like, a hello or, hey, how you doing? And If you're walking behind her. Yeah, like... What I'm saying is, like, say they'll stop. Like, okay, they can feel you if you're behind them for three blocks. Mm-hmm. Especially myself being here, like, on 110th. I walk to 125th 
mm-hmm. and go to the gym a lot. So I'm always kind of walking that. You know, I might walk three blocks in the same direction right behind the girl. And then, like, they'll do this little thing where they'll stop and check their phone or tie their shoe or whatever. I get you. <laughs> and you kind of just go, you know, hey, how you doing? I just try not to, um, what's the word? Just try to diffuse the situation or try to make it, like, kind of weird we're walking in the same direction, right? Right. Like, you know. After a while. The only cheat code I have is because I've been on TV and stuff that sometimes people will turn around and recognize me and I'll get a pass. But 99% of the time, same situation. If I'm walking behind them like that, I'll just try to slow down a little bit because the last thing I need is somebody. Yeah, I just, because, you know, I got a long stride, so I walk fast. Yeah. I don't want these girls to think I'm, oh, he's he's following me. or It was just, I remember one time it was just, I was going into a Rite Aid and I'd have been behind this girl for like two blocks. And she really thought I was like chasing her. And I'm yeah. really like, I right, I'm just gonna go into this Rite Aid. And she the turned into the Rite Aid, and I was like, sometimes oh my in God. the summer you sweating. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the that's what I was saying. I'll say sometimes like you know, same idea or great minds think alike. You know, something to diffuse the situation, especially when like you know you're walking for five blocks, she's walking for five blocks, and then you turn into the grocery store. She turns into the grocery store. Great minds think alike. Are like oh. You know, because you got to know it's on her mind. And then I, I feel like they never want to um, be the first to speak or nope. or to call out the coincidence. But I'm from the Midwest, and I spend a lot of time in the South, too, where people speak to each other. Yeah, well, that's that, and that's what I like about the South, man. You guys, anywhere outside of, like, the Upper East, the Tri-State area, people mm-hmm. talk to each other. Like, I'm, I still remember being shocked when I went to Atlanta, and I just randomly was like, I saw some women walking down the street. I said, hey, how y'all doing? Hi, afternoon. I was like, oh, they didn't even like, you know, here you do that. I don't know you. What do you well, want? Yeah, New Yorkers very much had this attitude of, you know, not speaking unless spoken to. And yeah, it, it, it makes it weird. I told you what happened when I said hi to little mama. I told you that story, didn't I? Nah, you didn't tell they me. Have, that I never talked on a podcast, so I don't know if it goes. It's part of it is from like being from New York, but we were at the rap party for season six of Power, and okay. you know what I'm saying. Everybody's there, you know, DJ Envy, all the all the cast are there, you know, people hanging out, and I just happen to be walking by and I see Little Mama. Yeah. Now I'm thinking in my head she knows who I am. Yeah, I'm not dressed like this because I'm trying to impress, because somebody I'm on the show. I'm dressed mm-hmm. like this because I look like a million dollars. I'm on the show. I'm thinking she knows me. I see her walking by. I say, Hey, Little Mama, what's up? How you doing? I admire your hustle, and I'm really happy, you know, for all your success, and glad to see you here. Mm-hmm. You know, nice, nice to finally meet you. And she's like, she's her response, yeah, and yeah. I, I just, I <laughs> but see, New York women in Seattle don't even want to get off. Well, too. I just stared at New her. York and I was women, like, uh, yeah. I was like, just like, uh, I, nothing. I just, I just mean I, I admire your work. Long story I, short, I and I this week I seen a. Uh, Girl, now mind you, it was a very hot day. It's like 97 degrees in the Dunkin' Donuts. Mm-hmm. And this lady, this lady cussed the you know, dude in Dunkin' Donuts out. She already know he's a little brown man. But uh, she she told him to suck her dick. Okay. That it was just like, what is wrong with New York women? Bro, that's, they don't have anything females can he, say like something that. Something tried to like, okay, long story short, she asked for a water mm-hmm. for her dog and was like, yeah, you know, something, something. The guy kind of was like, 
on some like, yo, I'm gonna give this to you because you asked, but like typically we don't do that. And when he said that, she got off into the, well, motherfuck you and motherfuck this and motherfuck that and, and SMD. And I was just standing there behind her like, wow. Little short chick that it was like, New York women that back to little mama that it's just like, I, I don't know, just <laughs> such potty mouths. Mm-hmm. It's like, what is wrong? It's tough talk, bro. It's, it's like you said, it's tough talk. That's... But, it, but they can't back it up, and that's what's always annoying about it. It's like, you just cursed out this little brown man, Dunkin' Donuts employee. This motherfucker is probably from a country where women can't back talk, much less tell you SMD. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was just odd. It's like, women probably can't even drive in his country. Nice. Yeah, here you are telling him to suck his dick. Welcome to, America, <laughs> Welcome to America, Woody. <laughs> That's how these women talk here. Yep, they they they, they mouths just as dirty as men. <clears throat> yeah, so that back to little mama that it's just like, uh, and a lot of them it's unfortunate, but it's stuff like that'll hold you back. That it's like you know, last time I saw her, she was on Breakfast Club crying. Who? Little mama. Oh. And before that, it was uh you know. Her running on stage during Jay Z's performance. Oh yeah, I remember and, uh, that. Alicia Keys trying to drum up some controversy. She was just like, oh well, I just felt like I was from New York too. So that was the same year that Kanye did what he did. It was great because uh, Jay Z just kind of stared at her. Yeah, I did, and he kind of stepped in front of her. I <laughs> sis. He stepped in front of her when it was Alicia Keys and him. He kind of pulled them both in front of her, and then she tried to come out at the end. And... <laughs> I saw this was funny as you know with Kanye Obama called him a jackass like with men I always like when men do stuff that's rude because we can to go that's rude and you're an asshole mm-hmm. and there isn't no big like cover up or nothing it's just like alright you know no I just I just felt like I don't know why she did it and honestly she was like and and I was like, what do you say when someone says and to you? And so like, and you're I'm nice. Sure, and I, I and, and your Twitter was barely around at the time, but I'm sure if we had it back then, it would be some story about women asserting themselves and women empowerment and you know whatever. That it's just like, or she's just the dickhead for running on stage during someone else's performance. Yeah, because I'm sure if somebody did that to her, she wouldn't like when it. Kanye was doing it, it was like, yeah, he's just a dickhead. And I think he was. I mean, Obama called him a jackass. The president of the United States. You know what's unfair? He did that off... It wasn't supposed to be aired. It was like a quip and they were recording and then they used it. I hate that. Yeah, I don't know. kind of hate that when people record you without your knowledge and then flip it on you. Oh, look what he said. Because he thought he was talking to a friend, not a snitch. What are you Ooh. doing? You don't remember? There's been way too many... Um, what, the award thing? When he ran on stage? No, yeah, well, no. What, well, what Obama said that about Kanye, he, he, was, oh, talking a, he okay. was talking to a reporter. It yeah. wasn't meant to be aired. Yeah, well, that's and what then, Jesse Jackson said, too. <laughs> when he got caught talking about Obama all them years ago. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm talking to black people who cut his balls off. <laughs> That's the last time I've seen Jesse Jackson. Yeah, they kind of told Jesse you're going to have to take five seats, Jesse. During them Obama uh, he was I trying to come out and support, too. I, don't I think wanna, I've seen Jesse since. I think I want to support the first black president. Stay away, Jesse. Stay away, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> but, bro, that's, I'm just sick of people kind of treating me like how they... With, with their perception. So I just... Nowadays, now, when people think that I'm whatever... that's You think I'm that? 
You don't know me like that? That's why I said means go ahead. lean into it. And I mean, you know, I guess with the whole women thing, the only time we do get nervous is when it's the Karen thing. And it's like, well, is it because I'm a guy or is it because I'm black? Is it? And it just gets confusing. And it's just like, oh, God. I don't even get into it with people like that. I've never been assaulted by a Karen. And I'm hopefully not. I just don't like the fact that the male version of that is now called Kevin. I have a real problem with people calling is that. Yeah, yeah. They, never... they call male Karens Kevins, and I feel some type of way about that because my name is also Kevin. <laughs> uh, maybe we could come up with a different name. Maybe we call them... <laughs> it don't got to be a K. Why can't it be Curtis? You're it could be black, Karen and you're, Curtis. You're a black Kevin, so not it doesn't affect you so much. Call them Karens and Curtises. What they're stop, doing. Stop with the Kevin slander. Well, that's my point. I'm just but see. I'd rather be attacked by Kevin because at least I could punch him. I could just punch another white dude or like boom and then it's just like well it was all people will feel like well it was all fair you know what I mean but with a Karen it's like what What do I do <laughs> you're daring you headlights just, you can't just punch him so you kind of got to stand there then if you run people are going to say well he must be guilty of something he running away and it's like well she's so, calling the cops somebody on call the police he's, he's, so, he's asking me to put a leash on my dog but it worked out for Amy Cooper and uh, what, what was my man name Birdman that was in the Central Park watching the birds allegedly <laughs> worked out for him because he wound up on CNN. That's that's becoming like a way of like coming up, and I'm surprised we haven't gotten scammed yet by just two people just putting on. Be like some black dude dating a white girl and just be like, "Hey, I just need you to call the cops on me for nothing," and then we're gonna make up a whole story. I'm gonna get on CNN. Then I'ma write books. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you you reminded me of something I wanted to ask you about. So mm-hmm. we're talking about last week we were talking about doing GoFundMe's for people. Ah, right? Yeah. And uh, Dr. Dre's daughter started a GoFundMe to help. And the question when I first heard the story, you and I both asked the question, where's the dad? So that's uh, Twitter SVU is now looking for the parents of okay. her kids and there's some leads. Uh, some leads. They have some leads. Twitter SVU. She hasn't confirmed if any of these men that people are coming up with are the father of her children, but she's still insisting that her dad isn't helping her. He just cut her off. But somebody was like, yeah, he's been kind of supporting you for like 38 years, and now you're going to trash talk? Not to get back into it, but the reason I, I brought up what you said was it reminded me of something that's happened recently. There was a lady on uh, CNN, as a matter of fact, who... Uh, I guess she claimed she had three kids that were hers. Oh, I saw this, yeah. She was about to get evicted. So everybody went, and after her story aired, she had a GoFundMe. Mm-hmm. It flooded. Quarter of a million dollars she came up with. Then, last week, the actual mother of those kids comes on and says, uh, no, uh, those are my kids. She just watches them sometimes because the father of the children is dating her. So <laughs> now GoFundMe has yeah, put a yeah, I saw they that. put a hold on her money and giving people opportunity to take it back. And they should, because that story was all cap. But she it went shouldn't on have TV. Sent it anyway. Yeah, I saw this story. I didn't read into it too much, but I just laughed and said another another <laughs> case of idiots being fooled. I, I just. And this is, we had a similar one in the comedy community with something that happened to one of the comedians, and you, you find out the truth about what happened. And I donated money to that kid, and I found out what happened, what I thought happened was not what oh, happened. No. And uh, I, we did speak about this. I'm not going to say no names, but I don't like the feeling of being lied to. All right? So 
it, I, I don't, and it makes it hard because people out there who really need help, and I'm just gonna look at them with a the side eye, like I do this homeless guy, yo man, anything helps. I'm just yeah. gonna get use it to get something to eat. Oh really? You use it to get something to eat? You out here every day can't get nothing to eat? Hmm? Like I said, this generation doesn't even see it as begging. It just is a thing that they do that you go, your, you know, you, it says donate to a cause. Your birthday is not a cause. Like, <laughs> cause is cancer research oh, or people don't even ask autism them, they just... is a cause. But then that's the other thing that I think is funny about a lot of that shit is like money doesn't fix it. Like, you may remember the kid that was in Kentucky that was getting beat up. I forget what his name was, but he was getting beat up and bullied, and he cried, made a video crying with his mother. And oh, yeah. They sent him money that's like, how's money helping being bullied? Yeah. It, and and then know. a few days later, they came back and were like, yeah, man. Actually, you know, he was on the bus calling kids the N-word and whatever else that. It was just like, oh, okay. Then people were like, oh, I feel stupid. And it's like, well... What was money gonna do about bullying anyway? I don't know. People, people were offering up stuff. I'm if anything, like, uh, you send somebody money and they getting bullied, people gonna kick his ass more now and go, "I know you got that fifty k. I saw your GoFundMe. Yeah. Give me that shit." If your kid is getting bullied, money's not gonna help him. You need to go out and hire Drillbit Taylor, and he'll come protect your kid. Even old girl, that, remember Drillbit? That glued her fucking head. That it just was like, yeah. Oh my god! And sending her money. I for. did not understand why people were sending her money I to support. Why she got an agent and all that shit out the deal? But no, I didn't understand why people were sending her money. I guess for surgery, but it was just nah, bro. Know. And then like they found the the guy gave her the surgery for, surgery for free. Gave her breast implants. What? Yeah, he gave breast her breast implants. implants for free. Yep. I don't remember that part. He, yeah, no, he did. He gave her. He gave her augmentation. Should a gorilla glued him to her chest? Hilarious. <laughs> Fuck the surgery. Hilarious. Get it how you live out here, miss. I I just didn't understand what the money was gonna yeah, do. Yeah, we, like, we why y'all donating for stupidity? Started rewarding people for bad decisions. And then the guy, then it was a guy who did the same thing, and then. I think he glued his hand to his face or something crazy, and he thought he was going to get the same thing. And people just looked at him like, yo, you stupid for that. You stupid. I don't think any of those both parties that guys start work. You got to be a girl or a kid. Yeah, that motherfucker glued a hand to his face. <laughs> you know what he looked like? He looked, he looked like that that meme of Willy Wonka when he's like, he's, yeah. <laughs> he got his hand on his face just... Right on the side, so he's just showing like, crazy. you thought somebody was going to donate to your GoFundMe, huh? Yeah, see, How do you we, feel now? I knew we were at the end of our days when that girl was running around licking Bluebell ice cream. Oh. And, I mean, she was kind of cute, so low-key was just kind of looking like, all right, she kind of got a long tongue there. Yeah, but that's... But then, like, it became a trend and a challenge, and then you started seeing, like, she looked like a 16-year-old, 17-year-old girl with nothing to do. But then you saw like fifty-year-old dudes licking ice cream and putting it back. And yeah, just like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I understand why God sent Dorona down here to kill us all. <laughs> you know what I mean? We got issues. I'm just like, oh, we got fifty-year-olds licking ice cream and putting it I, back. I think Bill Burr calls it. You need to thin the herd. It's too many and people even, on planet uh, Earth. Got to thin the herd. Cucumber challenge. That you know. What's the cucumber challenge? You saw one girl on Instagram sucking a cucumber. And again, oh. you went, oh, kind of sexy. All okay. right. Okay. She's trying to get her OnlyFans popping. I see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kind of cute. About 19, 20-ish. All right. Then you start seeing like a 50-year-old woman online sucking a cucumber. And you just like. I could do that too. What? Like, 
Look at me. You're not supposed to be as dumb as your daughter. The, the trend that I don't like that I just saw, you know, I started, I don't do TikTok. I watch the reels, and what I've noticed now, there's a new trend now where show what you're wearing and then show what you look like underneath. Yeah. So these women would wear these baggy potato sack, like, underneath. shirts or clothes, and then show what you show what you look like underneath, and then they would pull the shirt back to show off their figure, and, like, this is what I look like underneath. Mm-hmm. Like, so what, what, is, what what's that supposed to mean? Yeah. You ain't giving none of us a chance. Why are you showing, why are you, why are you showing us what we can't have? It's just silly at a point. Like I said, you know. I don't know. That's when it, when it's promo, I understand it. But when it's when it's just for free, and it's just like, what is? Like I said, there was supposed to be separation. Act your age, not your wage. It's supposed to be separation. Meaning, if I'm 35 year old, I ain't supposed to be online doing the same thing my nephew is doing, and vice versa. I agree. And there are cute little moments where it's like, oh, okay, that's cute, you know. Auntie did this thing with her niece. They did a, I don't know, yeah, whipping nay nay dance. Savage together. challenge or that. Yeah. That's There's some new dance now where you look you're supposed to look like you're walking yeah. and you're I was like, fair. what is what is some that? Of, some of the stuff is fake. There's no like kid in there with you, you're doing that by yourself. Should you and your daughter be talking about knees like Megan and y'all both on knees popping ass nah, together. No, 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 I don't know. Like nah. Because then you can't get up. And a kid gets up and like, what's wrong? Stand up and you can't. Yeah, it's like, all right, Seth. I don't know. I have a real problem with some of the stuff on. Some of it I like. Like, they have this game. You all right, man? You get these. Yeah, Phil just oh, woke fine. up, folks. Got his whole big giant cup of uh, Starbucks oh, here. But uh, just a quick reminder. You you, uh, you are listening to But I Don't Know, though. This is Avery Mason. I'm here with Phil Hunt. Follow us on social media. Uh... Avery Mason official on Instagram, the Avery Mason, and you can follow Phil at I am Phil Hunt on Twitter and Instagram, and OnlyFans and, and OnlyFans and Ancestry dot com. All that shit, Black Planet. <laughs> black Planet still up? I gotta go look. I had a Black Planet profile. I, I never was on there. I, I just missed that error. I was, I was a little before when y'all had your hotmails going and your whatever else, your Yahoo accounts. Uh, yeah, I just missed Black Planet, but it seemed like a lot of fun. I heard they was on there busting it wide open. Wide you, open. you know what I think about all the time? Is that Computer Love, right? It's a great song. Which version? Christian or uh, Zap? Zap. Okay, okay. I didn't even know there was another version. Yeah, Rockefeller Records, Christian. Remember Chris? Oh, Stone? fuck no. The two like, brothers, the, the stop twins. Playing. <laughs> nice try, Avery. Oh. Uh, oh. Yeah, Zach, Roger Troutman. All right. Um, that he never got to log on to Tinder. Like, I think it was, his mind would have been blown. Like, wait. Should we do so what? Do do what? I just hit this, I just download this app, and then he'd be like, what's the app? It's just a shame that he made such a great song. It's like, man, he had so much imagination. Mm-hmm. When was that song made? Probably 1980. Uh, yeah, somewhere. In the, I'd probably say in the early to mid uh, 80s. That is just like Should we do so wop, much do imagination. Wop, they didn't really have computers then, and certainly didn't have dating apps. So I feel like it's just sad that he never got to see it. Man, he would have went crazy. Like what? Yeah, he ain't getting no residuals. It just shows me women within a 20 mile radius. <laughs> And I just swipe right on him? Mm-hmm. What? 
You know, uh, I wanted to talk about what was going on on your Twitter, but I don't think I can. Some of this stuff, you retweeted this post, so if you you haven't watched the news, uh, uh, United States is pulling out of Afghanistan, and uh, Phil has retweeted something that, what's this guy's name? Oh. He retweeted something about, uh, (laughs) you just, you have to see it. It says, uh, and what's this guy's Twitter name? Ass licking. Oh, hey, come on. You're, that's what it says. A S S L I K E N. What? To even read the handle at a point is like incriminating that you like. I think this is a slur. <laughs> I can't read this handle. Anyway, it says we did it, Joe. We did it, and it's a picture. Oh of yeah, making fun of uh, Kamala and how you know Kamala called him and said we did it, Joe, when they won. That you know, basically implying that the U.S. is involved in Afghanistan and the takeover. And I mean, knowing what we know, we know we're in everybody's business. We don't gotta act like we know a whole lot about it, but we we definitely do know that. Uh, I have another question for you. Okay. Uh, what y'all should get about men who don't like Lizzo or Coy Ray is that it's actually men judging them for their personality. There are plenty of examples of artists who are big black women that men like that is a white narrative. See Missy, see Jill Scott, see Jennifer Hudson. Explain yourself. You, you just read one of my tweets? I sure did. You don't recognize your own handwork? <laughs> Expl- Come on. That's- All right. So. <laughs> Explain yourself. Uh, the tweets. Uh, okay. Well, then that's to bring up the current event. So Lizzo's back. She's got some new music. Uh, yes, her and Cardi B that is just like, you know, at the end of the music, what is the song called? Mm. It's actually called Rumors. Yeah. And at the end of it, she tells everybody to kiss her ass or something like that. Sucker clip, one of the two. That is just like, all right, Lizzo, you're acting like a tough guy. Anyway... Somewhere after she releases this song, and it's almost promo, mm-hmm. she went live on Instagram and, of course, started talking about how people think she's fat and all these different stuff she said, and then started crying. Mm-hmm. And it's just a level of, like, for the thousandth time. Like, okay, so if we talk fat phobia, that it's like, well, one, you first off have to think fat phobia was real because, two, is you're using it wrong, meaning phobia and fat. You know, yeah, a, I thought that fat phobia, you actually scared. Like, if you're yes, scared of the dark, you're scared of clowns. Oh my arachnophobia. God. The man is terrified of, of, of spiders. spiders. Yeah. No one is fear of fat. Like, they're not afraid of you or afraid, per se, of being fat. They just maybe don't like some fat people. But here, and here's the thing back to my tweet. I said it's a white narrative, and it is. Weight has always meant more on their side. You see, sometimes a white guy be like, oh, that girl's a pig. And you go, who, her? And the girl is like 130, 40 pounds. So it's like, that woman's not big at all. What do we call our uh, grandmothers? A term of endearment in the black community is Big what? mama. Big mama. Usually, I feel like big is a metaphor for old because they're not always big, but, I mean, look at Soul Food when they talked about Big Mama, the movie Soul Food. She was big. You know what I mean? So it's like black men have never enforced this idea of being skinny to the point of being unhealthy. Mm -hmm. That it's just, I feel like it's a false narrative that Lizzo pushes. 
people don't dislike her. And even if people did dislike her, it's like, well, you're the one who keeps bringing up your weight. Her Instagram handle is Lizzo Be Eating. <laughs> that's her Instagram. I'm not making that up. Hold on. That's ca- I, I want to say that's... That's like, okay, Phil, you know, if I was insecure about something, let's say short. We'll go with that. Would my Instagram handle be Phil be being short? It's like, and then to cry and go, why everybody keep talking about me being short? Well, see, that's what I'm. That's what we're saying. She she tries too hard to be. I don't even know. And then, like I said, look, we make fun of Coy Leroy or Leray, whatever the hell her name is. It's Ben Zeno's daughter. For those of you who are older listeners, that she's really skinny. But she's about the same as Lizzo, where it's like, why are you always naked? Like, you're trying really hard. Yeah, so I went to the page. Phil's telling the truth. It is Lizzo be eating. Right now, she's got on, uh, it looks like a, I can't tell if they're boy shorts. Let's or like, not even get into that, because we'll get too far off such But here's what I want yeah, to say. Wow. So here's what I'll say. So for Lizzo, okay, here's, here's the thing you got to remember. Like, probably two years ago... She, right when she was starting to get famous, she went on Instagram and, like, complained about this Uber Eats driver. Postmates, I was just about to bring yeah. that up. And, and 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 complained about them, and they, um... He said he stole her let food. Me, let me try to remember this story. Yeah, she said the girl stole her food or whatever, when really, I think she was in a hotel under a fake name. Mm-hmm. And they, like, delivered it to the wrong room because yeah, they, her account and, and the room name were different. Yeah, they couldn't find so they, her. I think, couldn't find her, left it at a desk. And she had went online and talked about how the girl had stole her food. Yeah, she put her information out there, too, didn't she? Put her information out Put her information out, there, out said, oh, if you know who this is. started, like, uh, attacking this girl online. So for Lizzo to always be crying, I go, you can't be both the bully and the victim. And then you think about her going into the Staples Center and dripping booty juice all over the Staples Center. <laughs> and this was like three months before we had to cover our mask. Or cover, cover our, our mask. face. Cover our cover face. Cover our yeah. lips. So it's like if you think about how now we live in a world where we can't even show our top cheeks, this bitch was out showing her bottom cheeks in a stadium full of people. Everyone tried to make that into, oh, well, that's about her being fat. No. Rihanna goes to plenty of games. Her ass cheeks are now. Mm-hmm. Beyonce goes to plenty of games. Her ass cheeks are so now. So you feel like she's just trying to change the narrative she, and she trying to She does too, hard. too much, and it's like, sis, we fuck with Queen Latifah. We fuck with Missy Elliott. We fuck with Jennifer Hudson, and I mean, not the thin Jennifer Hudson, the first Jennifer Hudson. Even Aretha Franklin. We fuck with Takara. Patty LaBelle. From Top Model. I don't like, I stopped. I love Takara. I, Started liking Takara less when she started losing weight. I agree. Takara was like, like, so. I definitely like big Takara. It's like, sis, it's it's not your weight, it's you. Don't you got enough people who's gonna. We fuck with what she does. Fair, but quit crying about it. And like I said, quit being both the bully and the victim. You on these songs talking tough. Kiss my ass and all this stuff. (laughs) Well, Well, you know what, sis? Quit crying. The only thing I didn't get was um, about Lizzo. What was I going to say? Is uh, yeah, we talk? I, I don't know if we talked about this before, but when she was, she has this thing that she says. They said fat people couldn't do this. It was some. She was singing and riding a treadmill, 
And she's like, they said I couldn't do this. I'm like, and I'm listening like, who's, who said you who said you couldn't well, do that? see, yeah, and that's the thing. They said, like, they said big people shouldn't be on bikes singing. I'm like, why would anybody say, first of all, that's the first place big people should be <laughs> to get some exercise. Like, anybody who wants some cardio should get on a bike and sing. I've sang on a bike. I never said no one she'll, should. She'll get this. naked and be like, aren't I brave? And it's just like, no. Like, you're setting the bar for bravery too low. All someone has to do is get naked now, and they're brave. Like, stop. Well, I, and then, I, like I said, I think, you know, on the white side of the game, that yeah, you know, there was Madonna and all these really thin people. I can't think of a lot of big women, white women artists that it's like, well, you must be getting this from white people because on the black side, like I just have ran off a list of names, and we just name, you know, Aretha, Queen Latifah, that it's like, it's not revolutionary that you're big. Oh, well, I'm the one that's naked. Love. Like, well, that's not, doesn't make you brave. And unfortunately, that doesn't make your music better. You know what I mean? So I just feel like she tries to draw too much attention to herself beyond the music. That's just like, sis, just let us enjoy the music. What is all of this? I, I Again, I, everything to me goes back to social media. I believe social media has lowered the bar for people who are entertainers as well as people who are trying to be famous because the kind of things that people do to make themselves go viral. The bar so like so there's a guy, literally all he does is he walks with a funny way to like a song. I, I can't even I don't know, it's one of them old nineties songs. He just kinda walks like this. Yeah. Do, 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 and he's got millions of views and all he's doing is walking. Yeah, I think social media has definitely lowered the collective IQ, but I think like you're saying with artists and musicians that we don't let the work speak for itself anymore. And I mean, it isn't just Lizzo. There's a lot of people when you think of, think of all the way back to dumbass Jesse Smollett, that it's like all this motherfucker had to do was keep being a recurring actor on Empire. That's all he had to do. Mm -hmm. But nah, he was all like, yo... I got beat up at the subway station. You know, they had on MAGA hats. They threw bleach on me. I was on my way to subway to get a sandwich at, at 3 o'clock in the morning. Like, this isn't believable at all. <laughs> and then they showed the rope he got tied up with, and I was like... When the fuck racists start carrying bleach with him? In a hot sauce bottle. What are you even talking yeah, about? bleach in a hot sauce bottle. MAGA hats and rope and... Turned out they were Nigerian, and it's like, oh, you. So again, back to Lizzo, that it's like, just, just drop the album. You, we don't need you crying. And then, like I told you, this, there's this, her going after this Uber Eats driver, that it's like, that's some fat shit. You want us to forget your fat? Stop doing fat shit. Also, change your fucking. It should just be at Lizzo. Or at Lizzo Music. Why is it Lizzo be eating? <laughs> it's like you won't let us forget your fact. You know, and then, no, I didn't bring it up. You keep bringing it up. I say no ID is original because she wasn't even the first to have a booty out like that. Prince was. Remember the Super Bowl? Right. But, but again, was... and, and see, I hated that because when he did that, everyone defended it with that. It's like, do you understand the difference between a performance and going on stage and wearing a costume? And then coming off stage into an arena, he was on stage. He didn't wear those out to the crowd. Yeah, he did it on Arsenio, and he did it at the Super Bowl. And, right. you know, he just it was like, it is what it is. You figure, you get that from Prince. That's what you're, you're going to get. You're just a visitor at the Staples Center watching a basketball game, 
And instead of just letting the game be the entertainment, you're trying to steal the spotlight by having your ass cheeks out. And it's just silly. Like I said, I've, I've watched a million basketball games, and they go at the Knicks games, oh, there's Spike Lee, oh, there's Chris Rock, mm-hmm. oh, there's whatever New York celebrity, Leslie Jones, I don't fucking know. Then they cut over to L.A., you know, Lakers game. Oh, there's this guy and that guy and Rihanna. And they're, and they're all dressed like people. And yeah. this girl has to show up. So it's like, quit always trying to be the center of attention. You know, and then, like I said, quit reminding us you're fat. She's a big girl. Yeah. yeah. promise we don't care, sis. Like I said, we love Queen Latifah. We love Aretha. We love so many that it's just, like I said, Missy, different people that it's like... You know, it's not revolutionary because no. you, you, oh, well, she's the only one who's naked. Y- yeah, but does she need to be naked? No, I don't think so. I don't think everybody's That's naked. That's the thing that it's like, you know, and like I said, it's not about bodies because they do it to Coy LeRae. That it's like, why are you keep being naked? You're, we get it. You're 100 pounds soaking wet. And we not body shaming or none of that shit. But it's like, can you put on some goddamn clothes? It's because you're an adult who keeps being naked on my time. I to walk around with my booty out. I would love to walk around with my booty out. You know, I had on some shorts. I was going to go to Sesame Place with my kid and had these short shorts. My wife's like, yeah, uh, your prints. You're showing in the front. Hilarious. You got some dark meat out in the back. You can't wear that. Why not? Well, if you want the kids looking at you. You know, I understand. She's got privilege. She's a female. She gets away with more than we do. Well, yeah, like I said, it's just for me, it's that, like I said, she tries to play victim too much for somebody that, quite honestly, I perceive as being a bully. That it's like, as ridiculous as the baby is, you know, refusing to pay these kids. The video of the baby refusing to pay the kids for candy, and Mm -hmm. he, like, told them they lied to him and filmed it. You know, Meek Mills is making homeless people do push-ups for money. That it's like... Then Lizzo's bullying this Uber driver, Uber East driver. That it's like, if I call Mika bully or the baby, everybody would kind of go, yeah, I could see that. But if you call her a bully, oh no, see that's sexism. No, the fuck it's not. What is putting the Uber East driver on blast on your Instagram yeah, live? I, I kind of left a bad taste. I'm like, he really, he could have just called Postmates. Yeah, I love that you said up. a he bad taste in your mouth. <laughs> well, I, I'm trying to say it in a nice way because you know I may have to work with Lizzo or something. She apologized, but it's just like yeah, that was kind of necessary. Done. And if you want us to forget that you're big. Then probably don't be on your Instagram live well, it got me complaining old... about how food hasn't been delivered. What just gets me is that there's people who go online and will go and try to defend these stars. Like, well, I'm, I'm Lizzo can't do it, so I'm gonna do it for. Her. I'm gonna find out who this is and I'm gonna get you. Like, what is wrong with you people? These folks got security. They don't need you to do any of that stuff. Lizzo won't be eating tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Change her handle to that. So, yeah, it's like, uh, the, you know, you're harassing an Uber Eats driver. You keep saying you, Uber, it's you, Postmates. Postmates, Uber, whatever. You don't get paid as much on it. It's just like, why, you know, you're doing that and then wonder in the same breath, why people think I'm fat? Well, you know, which brings me to my next thing, um, people airing stuff out of social media. PJ Washington, if y'all haven't been keeping up uh, with what's going uh, on with him, Apparently, he hooked up with uh, a woman who was known to hook up with NBA players, and they had a relationship. And um, allegedly, when she had the baby, she secretly filed divorce papers. 
I never knew they were married. That's funny. And then now he's on the hook, allegedly for 200, <laughs> 200 grand in child support payments per year. We need to hook him up with Britney Spears' daddy. Remember, she yeah, he, she was keeping he was supposed to be keeping her off child support. Yeah. After Kevin Federline came through and got her all hooked up. Alimony. Uh oh, my microphone is out. You lost that, Phil? Yeah. Let's see. Are you back and talk, talking to him? See if you can. Uh... Oh, it's kind of in there. It's just loose. Yeah, it's that's what she said. Hilarious. Um, but yeah, it's uh, PJ Washington. Oh, yeah, that's oh that broke. is broke, broke. Uh oh. All right, well. Look like we just using the phone. Yeah, Damn. well, I got you here. This one is working. All right. This one is working. It's still picking up. I'll just. We got it out of there. I'll, uh. Oh, wow. You really just broke it because I had it yeah, in there. Yeah, it's broke. Dang. Did it just come out? Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right, well, we went into some minor technical difficulties, but usually Phil is good. Uh, talking loud, so the, the mic should be. That's not gonna work, my friend. Yeah, we'll just keep it out. Yeah, we'll take it somewhere and try to have it fixed. You gonna try to fix it or just try to take it somewhere and have it fixed? Well, we can still hear you. I got the volume. All right, so stuff. yeah, we'll we'll just you know thug it out like that. Here you go. It yeah. is what it is. Now I wonder how long that had been like that, but well, it was coming through. The, the vocals was coming through until you no, okay. just pulled it out. But yeah, PJ Washington. So he went on Instagram to respond to the allegations of him paying 200 grand a month child, uh, a year of child support. He said it's all cap, said it's not true. There is no uh, child support order, but he's also saying that she's not letting him see his son. You guys... Yeah, I saw him crying all over social media. It's just like, you know, when people show you who they are, believe they are who they are. You got to know how to keep it in your pants, man. I can't tell you how many times... And, you know, I'm not Denzel Washington, Phil. I know what I look like, and I'm comfortable in it. But women still come up to me and still try to, like, hit me with the, oh, you was on on Punisher. You was on Power. You're very interesting. Can we keep in touch? You, you know, you can give me some advice and inspiration, and I'm like, you know. Inspiration. Is that what they call it yeah, dick these days? There's no... How much inspiration do you need? <laughs> how down are you? Because... I can't, I can't offer nothing for you. And I, I see it coming from a mile away. There are a lot of women who are gold diggers. Well, that's why, you know, with this dude, you can't do shit but laugh. Because it's like Brittany Renner has been known to be with athletes. There's an old video clip of her online laughing and saying, yeah. you know, athletes, if you want to trap a man, get an athlete. They don't like condoms. So it's like, well... Yeah. P.J. Washington's pretty dumb. Now, the whole angle I guess people want to take is that she was older than him, and she's like, you know, seven or eight years older than doesn't him. Doesn't matter. It's just like, it doesn't matter, bro. Doesn't mean like, nothing. When a woman is that flagrant that, you know, Kaepernick, of all people, has warned you about this woman and saying, mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know, I made her fly herself out, that it's just like, I can't feel sorry for you online crying about how you, she won't let you see your son. You knew what this woman you, was you capable of. You knew what this of. woman was about. You knew she wasn't about shit. And if, if I'm being quite honest, someday I hope to be just as, as lucky as you were, PJ Washington. Because Brittany Renner ass is fine. She so. is, but she's dangerous. And all these players, all these players, baseball, basketball, hockey, there's all groupies. Y'all got to know when you're being gamed, when it's a game. And then women not interested in you. They just want your money. But that's the thing when you say... Because earlier you said, you know, you got to keep it in your pants. And it's like, no, you don't. 
you just have to not have, be smart enough not to have any babies. Oh, so what you're saying is wear protection. You got to wear protection. You were supposed to smash and pass her, bro. You were not supposed to hold on to her. She wasn't supposed to be nothing to be proud of. Like I said, Kaepernick then told you about her. And Kaepernick got drafted in what, like 2007, 8-ish? Wow. That it's like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You got drafted in 2018. That it's like, should y'all even be messing with the same women? It's like 10 years gone that it's just like, yeah, find, find you a new girl that can be loyal. And I think that's why a lot of the athletes, like you look at Steph Curry, even LeBron is with his high school sweetheart. You that wanna, they, they do better in sports. Yeah, you want to you, you stay with that one They one. got their girl over yeah. here, and it is what it is. You know, they let the hoes be the hoes. Yeah, they stay down. That's why that's why Doug Christie's wife followed the team buses. Then that's a legit story. I didn't think that was mm-hmm. true, but he said, yeah, she used to drive in the now, car. I don't know if you got to be doing all that. Now, she, she went a little crazy because <laughs> she's trying, she trying to keep the hoes away. And but she, I that think, means she don't trust her husband. Not that she, she said, I, not that I don't trust him. I don't trust the hoes. But yeah, that's PJ, man. You you a dumbass, dog. And like, it's funny how dumb you are. <laughs> like, it's hard. It's hard to feel sorry for. Yeah, it is. It's it just is. like, dog. The woman, the woman told you who she was. There's a video of her saying, "If you're gonna trap anybody, trap an athlete. They don't like comedy." It, it and laughing. Of, it's kind of like these people now who are telling people COVID is real, and please get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. COVID has been here for two years. If you don't think it's real, you end up like this black dude. Well, who's... the uncles and them used to say, boy, you don't believe fat meat greasy. So <laughs> it's like, yeah, man, it's something that obvious. You look and see some meat, super paws, and you see grease sliding all out from under. Fat meat is greasy, bro. Yeah. It's, it's true. This guy, he was all anti-vax. He said it's not real. It's Uh-oh. this and that. And he went and caught COVID. He got don't, really sick. Don't and talk now, about Herman Cain like that. Not Herman Cain. R.I.P. Herman nah. Cain. Now, remember, he was saying it was a hoax and tweeting about it. That's like his last tweet, and then he died. Seriously. They, he said like it was overblown. We can't say that ain't funny. But I, Yeah, that is that is irony. But I'm talking about there's another guy, I think maybe from St. Louis or something. Okay. And he was he's big on the internet talking about COVID fake, COVID fake. Don't take the vaccine. Don't trust it. Then he caught COVID. And then he turned around telling people, yeah, uh, it's real. Please take care of yourself. Please get vaccinated. And I'm like, if you're still to this day saying COVID is not real, <laughs> you got to shut up. Yeah. Because you can say what you want about a vaccine, but my God. I do. The only thing I would say is I do feel like, and yes, people are dying. But if, if it has an 85, 90% survival rate. That it's like y'all could talk about some survivors a little more than y'all do. Well, they, well, the reason they're not is because they're trying to get people to take the vaccine. They, it's it's part of it is a fair tactic. We want you to get vaccinated. Yeah, no I cure. definitely believe in that. But I'm just saying, I'm like, I definitely wouldn't say it's fake. The only thing I could add to them trying to push, you know, how important it is to protect and vaccinate and all the stuff they is, there is a ninety percent survival rate. And as a survivor of like. Can we can we give some hope to? But that's not the job of the news. Nope. Fear mongering. Fear. Keeping you in fear, keep you buying products. It's like, what do I show on the news? Stuff Two houses scary. got broken into. What's the next commercial? Burglary system. Yeah, I, mean, I just told you two homes in Queens got broken into. 
So now what are you going to do? I buy re- that product. I remember in the summertime when uh, when the riots, not the riots, the protests were happening. And people were peacefully protesting. All the news would show is the people who were, like, pushing over cop cars, setting them on fire, breaking mm-hmm. into the targets. And that was the narrative. And then the next thing you see is them showing people breaking into stores on Fifth Avenue and stealing pearls. <laughs> yeah. I was laughing my ass off at home. I'm like, yeah, these white folks stop playing. Y'all gonna have these white folks out here trying to kill us. Yeah, I remember when stop they were that. rioting or looting and, like, you drove past the Nike store in New York, boarded yep. up. Yeah. drove past the Adidas store, boarded up. Then boarded I drove up. past the Puma store and they just left their shit unboarded and it's like, nobody touched it. <laughs> Puma, you're safe. Sketchers too. Skechers. Nobody wanted the pumas. Sketchers was boarding up their windows. Did somebody have a joke like that? Is that you? I don't know. I don't know. I felt like somebody may have said something like that, but nobody Everybody wanted them Skechers. Nobody may have said something. <laughs> but it is what it is. Listen, stop watching the news, form your own opinions, and stop being sheep, all right? That's the point of this podcast. But I don't know, though. Y'all going to do what you want. You know what Land, Land for the slaughter. And I, I do know that, though. I do appreciate the entertainment because guess what? We are going to talk about you on this podcast. That's what it's here for. Um, I mean, I want to talk about this one last thing, but I don't know if we can. We can do about it in the next segment. Well, no, it's not long. It's just, it's amazing to me the difference in generational gap. I mean, remember we were at the the restaurant, Olive Tree, recently talking Mm -hmm. with some younger comics about a story and a night they had. And I just remember listening to that story Uh like... Wow, did I ever do anything like that? I'm like, I really ever have. And they were like, Oh, look, all the you were like, all, all the married old dudes is leaving. And I'm just like, Not that. I just, <laughs> I can't imagine doing I don't want to say this is just, this is going to be the inside joke for me and Phil. I'm not going to say the story because I don't want to put nobody out there because you have to say names and I don't want to do none of that. All I'm saying is. Maybe before I got matched, I had some of those crazy sex debates. That's son. not that crazy. Yeah, they, that shared crazy? A, they shared a girl. I mean, that's not that crazy. Really? It's not that crazy. Well, I mean, well see, and, and this is where I do think the younger generation is right. We have these, you know, very, I guess, Western ideas, you would say, of looking at a girl and, and thinking. We always think from the male perspective. But if you think from the girl perspective, it's like she got a two for one. You know what I mean? Ew. But see, again, we, 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 we start losing control when the women control the narrative. So if you flip it, because in our day, we always, and this is why we got the fucking trouble, because we use terms like we, we ran a train, we did this, you know, X, Y, Z, that it's like, you know, what if you looked at it from her perspective? Now she also, what? what? Look at your ass. So we know. Finna choke. I'm trying not to laugh. We know what the story sounds like on their end, but I wonder the story she's telling, what her story sounds like. I mean, she may not even be telling the story. She may just be like, that was a night that I was doing some freak stuff. It is what it is. Like I said, on her on her end, it's a two for one for her. That's a woman three, mean, a woman a, version of a threesome. Don't you mean a three for one? I mean, see, I wasn't going all the way there, but, you know. Because she did. She, she really wanted to get into the story. You said you wanted to avoid the story. No, nah, no, nah, I'm not going to. I'm not. I'm just. So, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. Well, no, not, one's, no one's been named, so there's no, no harm, everyone, no, no foul. One's, no one's hurt just, yet. You know, if they want to incriminate themselves, that's on them. But anyway, yeah, you know. That's so a three for one for her then. You have so. any stories like that? Uh, I, I had a little thing, but it just, you know, it is what it is. 
Yeah, I came close, but I, I lost it. like, you know. Well, we won't talk about those stories. We won't get nobody in trouble currently. But you are listening to But I Don't Know Those. Avery Mason here, Mr. Phil Hunt. End of segment one, we call it the catch-up. We're going to get into Betty White, uh, advice time, and some other things. There's actually one other thing I want to talk to Phil about, too. But we'll come back for that in uh, segment two. Stay tuned after these special messages. All right, y'all, we here. Segment two is time, but I don't know, though. Avery Mason right here, Mr. Phil Hunt. And just to cap off what we were saying before, uh, I had wanted to kind of defend myself. So I was accused of not knowing uh, what the difference between comedians are and uh, shock comedians. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, I know you did. Yeah, you you were talking about... You... You can say whether or not you want to say on this podcast what you actually said. I will because I'm not ashamed of it. It just made me laugh. Because everybody grows up different, ladies and gentlemen, okay? We don't all grow up in the same circumstances or even the same neighborhoods. Now, I grew up sheltered, okay? Grew up in a very Christian household. Was not allowed to listen to many things that some of you would think was funny. Like, I bought Snoop Dogg's uh, doggy style tape and I had to put it in a Carly Simon tape so my mother wouldn't destroy it. Okay, and she came home, found me listening to what she thought was Billy Joel, Carly Simon. Oh, oh, let me listen. And she listened to it and immediately took the tape out and <laughs> pulled the film and so destroyed it. So your mom didn't like gin and juice, huh? No, she was not a fan the of gin and juice. single from Doggy Style. Not at all. She was not a fan. She didn't know about, like, I wasn't allowed to watch. I was only allowed to listen to, if you're from New York, I was only listen, allowed to listen to Light FM, 106.7. Mm-hmm. That's the only radio station I was allowed to listen to when I was growing up, and that's the soft rock. So I also wasn't allowed to listen to any, you know, comedians that cursed. Okay. You know what I mean? So for me, the first comedian I heard curse uh, was Richard Pryor. I went and bought this tape of his his album called Bicentennial Nigga. And I'm trying to explain to Phil that when I heard it, to me, it was shocking. And I was like, I have never heard anybody talk like this. Most of the comics I heard were on TV. They never cursed. So when I first heard right. this, I was like, oh, my God. He's, how many times can you use the word uh, pussy or nigga in a sentence? That's amazing. And to me, it was shocking. Now, when I told some of my comedian friends about this, I was immediately met with looks of disbelief. And you don't know what you're talking about. That's not shocking. That's crazy. And I'm like, when I grew up, to me, that was shock comedy. I never heard nobody talk like that. And the looks I got, ladies and gentlemen, when I tell you the looks that I got trying to explain these people, I grew up sheltered. Phil? Well, the only reason I think we were laughing so much was because it's like, you, okay, because it's shocking to you doesn't make it shock humor, you know, to each his own. And the term shock humor, as we understand it, is a general consensus. Right. You were very personal in your uh, in your uh, summarizing of certain people's com- comics or comedic style. So yeah, you just were personalizing it. That to us, it meant general consensus of, and like I told you, really, I can't think of a whole lot of black shock comedians because that's not really a style of humor that black people are into. Now, we're naturally edgy. I mean, our our lifestyle or our existence within America is edgy. So there's people like, you know, Paul Mooney, 
But again, that's not shock humor. That's edgy because all Paul did was told the truth. Well, I mean, I don't but, feel like that anymore. But what I was saying was in the beginning, I was just saying that to me, First time I heard him, it was shocking. Like, well, that's hey. what I was saying, because you also said Bernie Mac, and we were and all you're right. Like, I had never heard nobody cuss we like were that. All like what? That's what I'm saying. The comics I heard. Well, none of us have ever heard Bernie Mac be referred to as a shock comic. That yeah, is like, no, Bernie was funny. Did, did y'all parents ever keep you from listening to stuff? Well, like that, that? well, that's what I'm saying. You, you you remove a lot of shit if you say to me. It's like when certain people nowadays will be like, insert comedian here is not funny. And it's like, they're selling out arenas. Is not funny to me would be more accurate. Mm. So if you personalize this statement, to me, Bernie Mac's comedy was shocking. So you know what happens. So now yeah, that would be more apt and we wouldn't have re- so responded the way we did. What? Because you said Bernie Mac is a shock. We were like, wait, what? Y'all missed the first part when I was like, yeah, I, when I just this this when I first started listening to comedy, I had never heard nobody cuss like that. So the whole night, everyone's looking to be like, "He said what? I'm done." I'm like, "Wait a minute, let me." Like I said, I mean, we you got to remember here in New York, we're around you know all sorts of white comics, and they say all kinds of wild shit. Oh. That was a uh, there was some sort of tournament of comedians that they drew up recently. Uh... What did they draw up? It was a while ago, but long story short, it was a big bracket of comedians. I want to say like 50. Mm -hmm. And the finals, the last two comedians were Dave Chappelle versus, uh, what's this guy's name? Shit, you keep moving and shit. It breaks my focus. Anyway, what is this guy's name? Fuck. Norm MacDonald. Oh, I remember that. And it was just a level of like, Chappelle being the last comic standing in this tournament doesn't shock me. But goddammit, Norm McDonald is second. And it was just like, all right, who, seriously. Who was voting? You white comics are just insane at some point. Anyway, and Norm McDonald's a very Damn, funny dude. Seinfeld didn't no, even make no, it up No there? diss, but it was just like, what? Second best ever? Jerry like, Seinfeld. Relax. Jerry Seinfeld didn't make it up there, huh? I don't even remember. I just remember the final. Anyway, so yeah, being around them all the time is like, you hear them say all sorts of wild shit, but to hear a black comedian be like, oh, well, Bernie Mac was shockless, like, no, it's not shock humor. Like I said, my understanding of shock humor and shock comedy is someone who purposely says something to get a reaction, meaning, you know, and a lot of it to me, it's not my preferred style, and I don't know, like I said, any black comedians to do it, but... Anthony Jeselnik is like the perfect Yeah, Lisa, Lisa Lampanelli. I, I get it now. Something, something aged. Yeah, and yeah. it's just like, oh, okay. You're just basically eliciting a reaction. And I mean, yeah. So I just had never, we, the comedians, had never heard anyone be like, Bernie Mac, that's shotgun. Like, what? Yes. It's fucking funny. What are you talking yes, about? Yes, at, at the time when I first got introduced to comedy, like I said, I never heard nobody talk like that, cuss like that. And I was just like, okay. So they, 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 they dragged me for a little bit, folks, and uh, I'm just I'm glad I'm able to take this time on this podcast to kind of defend myself. I appreciate well, like it. Like I said, shock humor accusing someone of that is almost it's an insult. That it's like, yeah, well, why would you say that? You know, it's like, yeah, it's an insult. It's 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 like if you play basketball and you call somebody a I don't know a Chuck. Yeah, you know, something like that. If you label them, oh, Vince Carter, he's just a dunker. And Vince would be like, what? I'm like, no, I'm a very well-rounded 
player. I average 20 points a game. I'm not just dunking all of them. So, yeah, when you said that, it was like, well, it's... I'm just glad I have opportunity. somebody of being a one-trick pony. I'm just glad I have the opportunity to defend myself. I just meant shocking to him. Oh, my God, he just said that word? I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, it was strange. Very, very uh, sheltered life. it personal, it's like, oh, okay, gotcha. The kind of comedy I used to listen to. My mama only let, let me listen to um, Cosby because Cosby didn't curse. Yeah, it was clean. And then... Um, some of those old comics from the sixties they had they have the old albums and stuff at home. Mm-hmm. So that's really all I was allowed to listen to. See, yeah, I, I wasn't even I grew up in the comic view generation, so <laughs> it was on every night at eight o'clock. Yeah, we know? didn't have comic view. I only and, and one o'clock. Whoever was on the tonight show, that was who I got to listen to. Whoever was clean, that that's Okay. So yeah, from that perspective it makes sense. Johnny Carson, Arsenio Hall. But like you know, I said, you just had to make it personal to where it's like, Oh, okay. Damn, so am I good now? We good? Am I uncanceled? You good. I mean, Thank you the one still harboring some guilt. About I don't have no guilt. I just want to make sure I'm not canceled, man. It was man. just funny to the comedians because we're going, wait, what? <laughs> they all ran away from the table when I said that. I was like, wait a minute. Where y'all going? Nah, I can't sit here. So, so let's get into advice time now that uh, right, we got that, that out the way. Advice time, folks. You yes. know what it is. On But I Don't Know, though. That's what we do. We are not experts. All right, here, here's the disclaimer. We're not experts. In fact, the opposite of experts. Absolutely. Whatever that is. You do what you want. But we're looking at this, and we're going to try to answer the question to the best of our ability. If you take our advice, it's free, it's fine. But if it doesn't work, uh, I don't know. Shit. Exactly. Phil, how can I get my fiancé to let me tell people about our baby? <laughs> my fiance Nathan and I met in college 12 years ago at the time he was helping to raise a child he thought was his he was crazy about his son Joey everywhere we went he would show him off post pictures of them together on social media and talk about Joey non-stop when Joey turned nine Joey's mother finally told Nathan that Joey was not his son when a DNA test proved it was true the stuff hit the fan not only had the mom known from the beginning that Joey wasn't Nathan's, <laughs> it turned out so did his family and all his friends. It took a while for Nathan to overcome the shock. Once he did, he decided he wanted to start a family. He proposed to me, and we welcomed our baby girl. I never cheated on him, but to avoid any doubts he might have, once she arrived, we did a DNA test. Nathan has her spoiled rotten. The problem is he acts very peculiar where she is concerned. Before she was born, he wanted few people to know we were expecting. He said it was because he didn't want to get everybody's hopes up in case anything went wrong. Which Sounds was, like, but he don't know, though. There you go. It might be his baby. I don't know. Baby. I, don't I, don't know, know. I posted it. I posted it. <laughs> and she's like, which was understandable. She understands why. Now, uh, of course she understands why. To. Now, on. <laughs> now our baby is three months old and he's still keeping her a secret. He doesn't want my family to take pictures and doesn't post her on social media like he did with Joey. He has finally asked his family and friends and even me not to tell anyone about the baby and gets mad if we do. When I asked why he's acting this way, he says, because our child is nobody's business. Mm. I love Nathan. I understand that he was hurt once, but I'm starting to wonder, is my fiancé ashamed of our child? Because <laughs> he, he, he might feel like, she said it's nobody's business. He might feel like it's actually everybody's business. So, 
Yeah, it sounded like she burnt him once, and now he's just kind of like... Yeah, definitely burnt that bridge. keep everything on the low ski yeah. ski yeah. You know, he don't want to jump out there That's, and be fooled well, again. Well, it's crazy to me that all her family and friends knew that he wasn't a dad, and nobody said nothing. So, you know what? I'm not posting nothing on social media because screw y'all. Y'all all, knew before. Let's be real. All babies look alike, right? Yeah, but... In the beginning. Once it... Yes. Once it gets to be about three and the facial structure kicks in, the eyebrows and the eyes, then it's like, I mean, how old was this baby when he found out it wasn't his? Nine. Nine. Nine? Nine. You should have known by, like, his math grades and shit that that wasn't your baby. Well, I'm sure he just trusted her and he was like, that's my kid. No questions asked. Blind trust is good for nobody. And this also sounds like the P.J. Washington story. Yeah. Yeah, let me get a tissue. I'm just saying, I, I think it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one, Phil. I just think it's crazy that uh, this all his family and friends knew what was going on, and nobody said, hey, maybe you want to get a DNA test. Everybody was just like, yep, that's his baby, yep. So, yeah, and the same people were liking the picture. Yeah, he put it online. For the Hornets, too. Hilarious. <laughs> they liked all the pictures. Ooh. People were resharing. Nobody said nothing. A whole lot of Britney Renners out here. That's why I said PJ Washington's lucky. I look at those pictures of Britney and go, 200K a month don't sound that bad to me. <laughs> well, I, I don't blame him for wanting to keep it private. You but see, it's... now with this chick, I'm even wondering, how bad is she? Mm. Like, how good does she look? Is it worth all this trouble? Well, because you're right, because he did propose to her. After he found out nine years of raising a kid that wasn't his, he still turned around and said, I'm going to make an honest woman of you. Well, okay, and maybe, I, I don't know. Did you read this part or not? What part? After nine years, what made him get a DNA test? So he got a DNA test after nine years. His mother told him that, that Joey was not his son. That's what made him you, do You know it. what it is, and my mother always tells me this randomly, and I mean, I'm 35 and no kids. Knock huh. on wood. Um, my mother always, one day just randomly texts me, never sign the paper saying it's your baby if you ain't had a DNA test. Because <laughs> legally, they can get you for child support. So I said all that to say, women know women. Mm-hmm. That his mother was like, nah, but really? Go check on this baby. His mother knew. Women know women. She knew his his woman is loose. Women know a loose woman when they see one. I remember one time I was at Applebee's and this girl, I'm at the bar or whatever, you know, $6 Long Islands. Nothing major over here. Anyway, not everybody got that PPP loan like Hilarious. you listening. Anyway, I'm at the bar or whatever, and I get this girl my phone. And I give it to her because she's up on her Instagram, right? Mm-hmm. You know on Instagram how it tells you who they follow that y'all have in common. Right. She looks at a girl. We're not going to say no names. No names. And she goes, how you know her? No face, no case. How you know her? She a hoe. Blah, blah, blah. Damn. Ever since she told me that, I've been wanting to get at that chick. Because I'm like, Damn. Shorty told me she out here in these streets, and now I want to test her theory. But you know what? I'm going to tell the truth. Mm. It also made me look at her funny because I went, hoes be knowing other hoes. Oh, yeah. It's like, you know what I mean? It's like fire firemen know other firemen. They don't gotta have on their fire uniform. Well, you working uh, they unit see six each other down at the firehouse. At the firehouse. Cops know other cops, undercover or not. So you can always pick them out. But but I'm saying that to say, 
that's how his mother, women's intuition, looked and said, that just, they, boy, go get this damn baby the mother, out. The, 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 I just can't get past the fact that everybody knew nobody said nothing. So I'm like, yo. Grandma like, said, this baby don't even act like nobody in our family. You got to go get that test. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, miss, you're, you're, you're bugging. You, you brought this on yourself, and you're going to have to deal with it. He don't want the baby on social media? Don't post on social so, media so, in real life anyway. And I mean, let me ask you this, because mm. I, don't, I don't know. You're reading it. Mm-hmm. Did did he have the DNA test? Did he have the second baby before or after the DNA test? Second baby is after that DNA test. Because he felt like, I would feel like if you were living a lie, that was your chance for a clean break. No, that's what I'm saying. She's got to stay with him. Cause this must he, be a small after, town. Bro, after he found out that it wasn't his kid because of the DNA test, he still went and proposed to Did her, married her. Did she ever tell this motherfucker whose kid it was? That, that, that story doesn't say. It doesn't say. Jesus Christ. So he wants his own legit kid. Like, I made this Ay, caramba. Yeah. What the hell is going on? I don't know. Well, you ready for no- question number two? Let me process that. You still one. processing? Okay, take your I'm time. I'm processing. Take your time. I, yeah, see, nah. See you this. wouldn't have done that? You wouldn't have married her? Made an honest woman? Well, what I'm saying, like, some shit is better unsaid that it's like, to me, if I'm going to raise a kid for nine years and this is mine, then I wouldn't get the DNA test because if it comes back negative, now what? So I'm still living with this kid, I would assume. Kid calling you Not daddy. unless he just went ahead and kicked the kid out the family and out the house, but I don't think you can do that. The kid is calling him daddy. It's, at a point, it's, it defeats the purpose to me because you've already raised it for nine years. Yeah. You're supposed to do that shit with around three to six months. That way you can go, I don't know this little motherfucker. He ain't even talking yet to tell nice. anybody that I'm his daddy or not. So you know what I mean? Then you can be unattached to it. But, but at nine years, it defeats the purpose you're already attached to. Well, she wants to know, is he ashamed of their child? And I think he's just afraid that it's going to come back. It's but see, this is what I meant a few episodes ago when I said women ask the questions that they know the answer to. <laughs> that it's like, you know, no, you know, fuck that. Because <laughs> you put him in this position. Right, come on, come on. Come so, on. No, I'm just saying, oh, even boy. if he is a, break. listen, even if he is ashamed, should he not be? And whose fault is that? That's her fault. That is her fault. She don't want to let the street, let let the people you don't feel through bad. a DNA you don't feel, test know you don't feel bad that for she her? belongs to the streets. You don't no. feel a little bad for her? Like you, everybody makes mistakes. You don't feel a little listen, bad for her? Feel like listen, listen. Let me put this out here. That's not a mistake. A child is not a mistake. Let's okay. be clear. All right. The mother's the mistake. Damn. And what I'm saying is, you know. Nine months, basically, she lied to this guy or didn't tell him the truth. You know, it's the old saying of you don't have to tell a lie. Mm-hmm. You, you don't have to tell a lie to be dishonest, meaning she wasn't being honest with him. Mm-hmm. Did she tell him a lie per se? No. But this she didn't a lie by him. omission. She didn't tell him the whole truth. Boom. And that's what I was looking for. She is a liar by omission. Mm-hmm. And as the great Chris Rock said, Women lie to, or men lie the most. Women tell the biggest lies. A woman's lie is, it's your baby. Mm-hmm. That's a woman that is just like, come on, man. You got this dude out here, and then you got the nerve to go, you know, do you think he's ashamed of the baby? No, I don't think he's ashamed of the baby. I think he's ashamed of you. Because everybody else, you know, social media be like, oh, is this what his, is, uh, is he sure? 
Those are the comments. Are you sure this time? <laughs> because and, and we've been I've been in this position before, not this particular position, but a position of being in love with a woman, but not liking her. Hmm. Does that make sense? That makes sense. He is in love with her. He can't change that. And he just don't like her. He does not like you. Yeah, he don't. And, and why should he? You he, haven't given him any reason to. He don't like you because when you ask for drinks, he don't put ice in it. You gave the motherfucking nine years of 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 a lie, basically. Maybe he gives you a dirty fork to eat with. Come on, some spots sis. on it. He don't like you. Like, come on, ladies, we could do better than this. God, God bless his own mother for having the strength to stand up and go. You should get a DNA test because <laughs> his, his mother knew. So, you know, that's not your kid. Go like, get a test. A shorty out here loose in the streets. That's crazy. And, and you out here in love with her. That's and, my baby. I love Joey. This boy don't look like nobody in this goddamn hey, family. How come Joey got curly hair? Everybody in my family boy, got straight hair. What's going on? I had all my babies over. My grandbabies over for Mother's Day. All eight of them. And we took a group picture. And this motherfucker sticks out like a sore thumb. This ain't your baby. All right, here's one more question before we get on to Betty White. Am I a jerk for putting a used pad in the trash at someone's house? Mm. Yeah, I met a dude on Tinder a few weeks ago, and we, <laughs> we seemed to really hit it off. We had a lot of the same hobbies, and I felt a spark between us that I'm sure he felt too. After we got past the talking phase, we decided to meet at his house for coffee. It was great when I arrived. We talked loads and even held hands. However, I was on the third day of my period, and after a couple of hours, I needed to change my pad. I asked for the bathroom. He directs me to it. After I finished changing, I noticed his trash can is pretty full. Not sure what I do. Not sure what to do. I wrap it in toilet paper and sort of smooth it into the trash can so it isn't sitting on the edge. Whew. We hang out for about an hour more, and he excuses himself to the bathroom. A few minutes pass by, and he comes out. <laughs> A few minutes pass by, and he comes out and says he needs to talk with me. He says that I shouldn't have thrown away my pad because he might touch it when taking out the trash, and that it was gross and unsanitary. <laughs> Apparently, he saw that the trash looked different, unwrapped the toilet paper, and saw my used pad. <laughs> Whew. I was mortified. I apologized profusely, and he seemed to take it well. He just told me not to do it again, and if I needed to just walk a few blocks to nearby grocery store to change. Oh, damn. And after I, I left after that, not thinking too much of it. However, I've recounted the events to a few friends, and they think he's a major asshole. I'm not entirely sure. He was really kind about it and didn't seem to get angry, but I'm also starting to see their point, too. It's a normal body process for people with the uterus, and I agree, should be normalized. I'm just not sure what to think, and any judgment would be greatly appreciated. Uh, wow. Well, I'm just going to say this. You, mm, yes, it's a normal body function like peeing or pooping. I think probably should have gone through a, a little bit better job of hiding it. I know... There's women who I've had, uh, well, I don't, I don't want to, I can't use names. I just know women, if they do that kind of thing in someone's house, they go through extreme measures to cover up any evidence, such as digging in the trash and putting it in the bottom of the trash or putting it inside of a plastic bag, tying it up, wrapping it up, and shoving it all the way to the bottom. 
I don't think this guy should have said that to her. I think it's weird that he went and opened it up and looked at it like a yeah, he did like a, a whole fucking lie. weirdo. Like because when you can usually smell that kind of thing. Um, yeah, she told you he, she she said she had to go change. She said she had to do that. You know, one thing I never understand about women is they'll be like it's shameful, and and and, and, and maybe because I'm not a woman, I don't think it is that it's like like. If dudes had periods, it would just... I, I hate to get into hack jokes, but it'd just be like, Motherfucker, I'm on my period. The fuck, son? Hey, Phil, what do you do when you have that not-so-fresh feeling? My Dog, I'm about to go in here and change my pads real quick. I'll be back, bro. You got a pad I can borrow, but bro? I, think, I gotta go play basketball. Uh, he definitely overreacted like a dickhead. Oh, yeah, he did. And, I mean, I guess the women would always argue, Well, that's why we don't tell you, but it's like, I feel like... If she just kind of, and I think this is what people miss, is it's not what you do, it's how you do it. So she could have, in a very, like, womanly whisper way, whispered in his ear, sweetly and softly, it's that time of the month, and I just, I got to do something in here. Yeah, it could have, I'm just mad he told her next time you got to go to the grocery store. Because I've even had women just kind of go, I don't want to do this to you, you know. Say we go out to eat. We come back to the crib. We messing around. Ah, I, I got to go to the bathroom. I'm so sorry. I'm just like, you know, my stomach is hurt. Basically, I got to take a shit. She didn't tell you that. She And see, that's what I'm saying. It's all in how they tell you. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody m- minds the sweet little whisper in here. My stomach. I gotta go to the restaurant. I, I, I Excuse think, me for a second. I think I think sometimes what women see is the extreme of, boy, I got to take a shit. That it's just like, whoa, oh god, my my dick is soft now. Hilarious. I don't even want to do anything with you. Thanks for telling me that. I, I think that women talking about periods should be normalized too with men because yes. any guy who finds out a woman is having a period would be a happy guy, especially if you've been with her for a couple of months or years. You'd be happy to know she had a period and you yeah. had some kid coming. Yeah, I, oh, thank God. Yes. How how bad is the flow, bitch? Okay, we're going to go get the maxis for you, all right? But see, this Shouldn't is what be I was a big deal. talking about earlier about, you know, shame and women in the first half of this podcast and, like, you know, just terminology that we use that it's like, you know, that whole aunt flow thing, yeah. it, it works. I my aunt in well, town. Well, and, let me uh, let me ask you this question, Phil. Who's the one putting the shame on women? Is it? I feel like it's well, women putting. Just, I feel like it's guys putting shame well, on. Well, yeah, it starts with them not being ashamed. And and see, here's the thing. And this is where my issue with this generation. Period. Right. So let's move away from hilarious. I said period. Right. <laughs> let's move away from. <laughs> let's move away from. Um, Periods and stuff into like okay, so let's let's swing back into a comedy realm of you know I started comedy two thousand six ish, so right around I guess twenty twelve twenty eleven ish, this whole twenty ten ish booty eating thing became popular. Right now, for me, it's not that you need to be ashamed of eating booty. It's that when I see a comedian grab the microphone, the host introduce them, they get the microphone, they snatch the mic out, and they immediately go into, how many of y'all eat ass? That it's like, fam, you haven't said hi to this audience. There was no buildup. 
You just went right for it. Uh-uh. It's not that I think you should be ashamed, but I don't think you should be proud. And that's where I think it's like, I think people just see extremes. Like you got the women now, white women, let's be clear, because black women have enough struggle. White women are now bleeding in their pants. Like I saw a clip of a woman online. She was wearing white like uh, leggings and she was on her period and the middle of her legs was red from blood. And she was like, we're not hiding it anymore. You know, being uh, on your period is nothing to be ashamed of. I don't and know many like, women who would wear white pants on their And it's like sits. Or light pants. Or Listen, like dark pants, sweatpants. This, this guy was an asshole. He could have had more courtesy to kind of go, oh, okay, well, you know, it's not like a woman can help being on her period. So what's the point in, like, making fun of her or yeah. mocking? Not even mocking her. He just demeaned her about it. You can go to the grocery I store. I mean, the only level I could see was his, his that she was in his bathroom. Which even that was weird because she was like, you know, second date, we come over to his house for coffee. I don't know. Maybe it was during COVID times and everything else was closed. I don't fucking know. But anyway. Can you wrap it up? Because it's like if you were at an Applebee's, as I was in the earlier scenario, this wouldn't matter. You'd have just went in the lady's room, you'd have done it, thrown it in the garbage and kept going. I feel like most women would just get a a plastic bag and wrap it up and maybe put it in a garbage can outside and things like that, I guess. I'm not, nah, see, I wouldn't even take it that far. Like I said, I think it's all in delivery and her being confident enough to say, sorry to do this to you. I'm on my time and because most guys understand now, Age, I think, is a factor that I think if he's like 19, then maybe he's never had a woman do that. Mm-hmm. And I think that was probably more of it. Well, you know, the other thing. Maybe he doesn't have sisters. Maybe, but on the side of that, also on top of that, I remember women being in the, in the grocery with my mom and my sisters, mm-hmm. them being embarrassed to even go buy the stuff. Yes. Like, I, they would send me to go get it, and I'd be like, okay. Right. And I'd be like, did you put it in the bag? No, I just carried it. Yeah, Why'd you, you carry it out the store? You should have put it in the bag. Don't right. ever walk in the street with nothing in your hand like that. I'm like, but what's the big See, deal? Yeah. And that's where you get off into, are we judging you for it, or are you ashamed of it? Yeah. That is, like I said, I think we, we definitely have to move away from shame. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if we need to be bleeding in white pants. I guess, walking around with the blood stain. I guess for men, the only thing I can compare it to is going to the store to buy condoms and not yeah. not getting the biggest size they have. Do you have anything when, smaller? Whenever they get the price check do, and they got to yell. Do you have any, No, not the magnums. Do you the have? The little ones. Anything smaller. Do you have a starter? Do you have a starter pack? The minis. Get the, get the Trojan <laughs> minis for him. For his pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and lube. Ooh, somebody's having a good time. Oh, my God. Price anyway, check. Uh. So, yeah, man. It's, you know, let's move away from shame. This dude's an asshole. There should be, like, a group of dudes that just go around beating these dudes up. But, like, you know, don't shame a woman for being a woman. That's kind of stupid. Everybody does it. Women, stop pretty, being embarrassed. Pretty redundant. And we all we all came from a woman. A woman's bleeding uterus. Got a anyway, name for so. my woman. Yeah, not to get into two pockets. I just don't. Yeah, I I agree with you, Phil. I don't think it should be normal. It should be normal for women. Don't shame women about it. Women, don't, be go get your pads with pride. All right, it's natural as farting. Okay, it is what yeah. it is. And there are a lot of men who are happy when you do get your periods. Oh, that means yeah. we're not on the Guys hook for eighteen years. It's like, oh, thank goodness. But yes. both of these stories have to do with shame. 
that we yeah, read. Ways, One was yeah. with a baby where it's like, ladies, let's just let's be a little more forthcoming and let's when we be forthcoming, you can do it in a in a sweet way. We're gonna have some new merch soon. It's gonna be a t shirt that Phyllis is gonna sell for me that's gonna say, uh, stop asking questions you already know the answers to or the it, it or just you, you ain't lie. <laughs> don't mean it's like when a lady says, Are you dating anybody? and you go and you're married and it's like, Well, I'm not dating my wife. <laughs> and it's like, well, motherfucker, that was your time to speak up. <laughs> and now nah, we never go on dates, me and her. It's just like, well, technically you didn't lie. So yeah, what did you say earlier? Just because you don't, just because you you can omit something. Yeah, that a lot of being yeah. honest. Yeah, but don't don't ask questions. What what does, the shirt's got to have a cool ring to it? Uh, you already know the answer. Boom, that's the shirt mm-hmm. for women. You already know the answer. All right, so now it's time for Betty White. Phil, can you break down the rules of Betty White for those? Uh, we named some things, some crimes that happened, and uh, we try to guess. And Phil tries to guess. Who or what are uh, the race of the perpetrator? If they're black. Uh, couldn't have been us. What if they're not white? What if they're not white? I mean, uh, what if they're uh, white? Other, and then Betty White. Yeah, Betty White. Betty White for the whites. And other for everybody else. All right. All right. So we got. I got three good ones here. Let's see. I'll start off with this one. Here we go. Burglar high on bath salts breaks into family's home, puts up Christmas decorations. Then <laughs> <laughs> this is from your home. Uh, well, next to your home state, snorting bath salts put one Ohio crook in the holiday spirit. Cops in Vandalia, north of Dayton, say Terry Trent was high on the designer drug when he broke into a family's home, put up some Christmas decorations, and then plopped down on the couch to watch television. Mm. An 11-year-old boy who lives in the house found the strung-out stranger and called his mother, who was at a neighbor's house. She said, <laughs> she said, and I quote, what do you mean a man is in our house? You don't know if he has a gun or if he has a knife? <laughs> The mother called 911, and Trent was arrested without incident. Cops say he was armed with a pocket knife. But Henderson suspects the decorating bandit was just looking for a festive spot to soak in his buzz. The candle was lit on the coffee table. The television was on and very loud, she told the station. Mm. He had said to my son, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to scare you. I'll get my things and go. (laughs) Oh, you go. You just ain't going yeah. where you thought you was. Trent was charged with burglary and held in a county lockup. Cops say he has a history of drug charges. What do you say? But does he have a history of decorating the tree? Breaking into people's houses. So hold on, did he put the lights on the tree or? They didn't say, but I think he did do some tinseling. I think he did do some tinseling. Oh, I fucking should act like he was Christmas caroling. <laughs> See, he thought he was the male version of uh, Goldilocks. It's like Santa Claus got high and forgot to do the rest. You don't oh, just put hilarious. up the decorations. You also got to put the presents. The only presents. So, so he didn't put them on a tree or it didn't say. It just said he put up what? He put up Christmas decorations, so I'm assuming he probably did put some up. Did it light? So he had like a little Santa with him that he like tacked into the wall. <laughs> he, he, didn't, he didn't bring no gifts or nothing. Just... Ah, that is funny. See, because if he was dressed like Santa, then that's the perfect, perfect crime. You know, the kid would have went, oh, shit, you're real. And then he probably wouldn't have even called his mama. That's hilarious, though. Bath salts, man. That's mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. Bath salt. So he had snorted bath salt. Yep. I wonder what type of drug test, like, that picks up that. That's interesting. 
It must be an intricate drug test. Bath sauce. So, uh, yeah, you, you definitely know what race he was. We gonna go with Betty White. Yep. Because, uh, yeah, when you sniffing bath sauce. Let me show you the picture. That can't be a party drug. I just wanted to give him a happy Merry Christmas. Boy, he was 44 years old. 44. Sniffing. I thought that was a young kid. Nah, man. If nah, you... I guess old people, you taking your Epsom bath and your Epsom salts, and then the next thing you know, you're like, man, shit. No, if you can't afford the drugs, hey, you snort what's around. <laughs> All right? Yeah, right. I guess so, man. Yeah, this Damn. one, this one's gonna be a little harder for you. This one's gonna be a little harder, fella. You ready? Police! Someone stolen my cannabis plants. Naive grower reports theft of his drugs and is promptly arrested. Okay, a 31-year-old man complained to police that his cannabis had been stolen and found himself arrested for producing the drug. Aaron Chambers shouted for help when men armed with baseball bats smashed their way into his home after hearing about his drug-growing enterprise. Mm. Police arrived to police arrived last year to find his Class B drugs in the cellar and arrested him. Mm. At a previous hearing, he was branded ridiculous by his own solicitor after shouting to police that his cannabis had been stolen. At his latest appearance, they called him dumb. Mm. Uh, when they arrived... When police arrived, he was in the house and told officers someone had broken into his house and stolen his, his weed. There was hydroponics growing room in the cellar with six fully grown plants and three smaller ones. Um, he said he had bought some equipment from a shop in an industrial estate in a different city. He found out how to grow the drug by word of mouth and by the internet. Google is a remarkable thing. I just enjoy it and I don't have an addiction. <laughs> so he said... His, the police said his naive, naive I can't even pronounce this naive, naivete how do you say that naivete n-a-i-v-e-t naive, naivete naive, damn I can't, yeah. you made me illiterate with there's your a second word I can't say there's two words so I can't say the word is naive naivete naivete that's the second word I can't say. I thought brewery was the only some words that trip you up, man. Sally sells, she sells by the seashore. So how do you how do you say the brewery? Brewery. 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 Do I sound back crazy saying it? It's one of those words that it'll trip you up. Okay. You start sounding like you got naivete. Okay, I, I got it. Naivete. His naivete extends to the fact that he didn't anticipate that people of a more serious criminal nature would find out about his small growing and attempt to steal it. Uh. <clears throat> yeah, so the cops arrested him. Black, yeah. white, or other? Black, white, or other. Growing weed. He was illegally growing weed in his house. In his house. Called the cops to report the theft, and they came and saw all the stuff and said, all right, well, we'll take the report on the drug, but uh, you're going to go to jail, too. Yeah, we're going to go with Betty White, because you, you couldn't be... <laughs> Ain't no black man in America. Much as they shoot us, you first off, we ain't even calling the cops. Oh wow, yeah. Yep. Chad definitely Chad. Had, he had no idea. I was looking at the sneakers he's wearing though. Chad, Chad, yeah, Chad Hanks got he, him out here. He's got on orange pants and blue sneakers, though. He sounded like some sort of buddy cop movie. Like it sounded like the plot's just some sort of movie that Jack Black would make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a bro, they broke in and stole my stuff. And then, yeah, 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 come over. And then they get there, and it's like, you know, hilarity ensues, right? Yeah. You can't have this here. You know this is illegal. I, I didn't know. I, they, they robbed me. What about that? Yeah, 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 yeah. But 
You're going to be seeing them in jail. There's this famous clip of on YouTube, and I mean, y'all can go on there. Remember this TV show, Cops, right? And this woman reported that, you know, she reported that she'd been robbed. When the cops got there, she's like, yeah. So I took my last $20, and I tried to buy some crap from these people over here, and they sold me salt. And the guy was kind of like, the cop was like, ma'am, technically you were trying to purchase an illegal substance, so I can't have anything to do with this. And the woman was so strung out, and I mean, she's missing teeth in the whole nine, and she's like, that was my last $20. I need my crack. And the dude had to be like, ma'am, by law, I cannot intervene. And the woman just kept insisting. And I think finally the cops just drove away. And it was just like an advertisement for why you should never smoke crack. At all. My crack God. is good as fuck, man. Yeah, you don't. When you, you'll call the cops and be like, yo, help me get my crack back. <laughs> well, maybe you can't afford to go to the dentist and you just, you know, you need some cheap dental work. Get on crack and get rid of all your tooth. your was white, too, because oh, no sad. black person ever imagined. Calling the cops. Calling for- the cops, trying to help them get their crack back. Well, the next person in this next story is probably someone who Y'all Google that on YouTube. Yeah, it's, it's on YouTube. Yeah, I remember that episode. She was, <laughs> she was adamant about getting that help. Getting that crack back. They baby. sold me salt. They they ripped me off. Uh, ma'am, uh And even you know what's great about the clip because I watched it recently. The the people that she was accusing of allegedly selling her crack, of course they were black. They kind of were like, what? Like, what is this person doing? <laughs> we do this all the time, and no one ever calls the cops. Like, they couldn't believe. Like, damn, crack must be really good. Well, I remember they caught one person selling, um, what is it? There's like a, it's like a seasoning. Maybe yeah, it was oregano. A, a, oregano. They caught somebody selling it, and the cop was like, you know, you won't get caught today. It's not illegal to do this, so I can't arrest you, but you're going to sell this to the wrong person. Right. They're going to they're gonna hurt, they're you. Gonna hurt you. So, yeah, man. But uh, this next person, this next story, Phil, has got to be on that crack. When I read you what they have done. All right. Man charged after allegedly farting toward cop. Oh, wow. This is in the Los Angeles Times, and this is real. Uh, a West Virginia man who police said passed gas and fanned it toward a patrolman has been charged with battery on a police officer. <laughs> I'm not going to say his name because that'll give it away. But this man was pulled over early Tuesday for driving without headlights. According to the criminal complaint, the man smelled of alcohol, had slurred speech, and failed three field sobriety tests before he was handcuffed and taken to a police station for a breathalyzer test. As the patrolman prepared the machine, the man scooted his chair towards the officer, lifted his leg, and passed gas loudly. (laughs) 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 According to the complaint, the man then fanned the gas towards the officer. Ah, that's insult to injury. (laughs) I'm sorry. I tried to make it through this. The gas was very odorous and created contact of an insulting or provoking nature with the patrolman. <laughs> you nailed odorous. That's because, you know, you, you up and stuck down. on naivety. So Naivete? I thought odorous would have tripped you up. Too. Nah. He had an odoriferous emanation. Odoriferous. The man was also charged with driving under the influence, driving without headlights, and two counts of obstruction. 
The man acknowledged passing gas but said he didn't move his chair toward the officer <laughs> nor aim the gas at him. He said... <laughs> this whole thing is silly. Hey, hey, I farted, but I didn't aim it at him, bro. I didn't do any of that stuff. I just farted. The bath salts. They tried to set me up. Uh, he said he had an upset stomach at the time, but police denied his request to go to the bathroom when he first arrived well, at the station. Fair, it's hard to shit in handcuffs, so... He said, I couldn't hold it no more. And see, yeah, they should have <laughs> let him go to the bathroom. He also denied being drunk and uncooperative, as the police allege. And they probably didn't want to let him go, because, you know, that lowers your breathalyzer to mm-hmm. take a piss. He added he was upset at being prepared for a breathalyzer test while having an asthma attack. Mm-hmm. The police said he later resisted being secured for a trip to a hospital that requested that he requested for asthma treatment. Mm. The man said the officers thought the gas incident was funny when it happened and laughed about it with him. He said, this is ridiculous. I could be facing time. Well, you might actually see a cop wear a I can't breathe t-shirt. <laughs> like, motherfucker, hey, chill now. Oh, my God. What are uh, you doing with that t-shirt? Well, you can fart, but you cannot fan it towards... You can fart, but you can't fan it towards an officer. They're, they're so full of shit, they make up charges that it's like, yeah, man. Battery. It's the same thing with the kid who threw the bottle at Kyrie Irving. Second degree assault with a deadly weapon? Well. It was an empty plastic bottle, Phil. But he's a dickhead, and that's the overall point. Yeah, like, yeah. We're going to teach you not to come to public events and throw things at people. So I get that. But these cops, that it's like, bro, you've broken people's necks. But someone farts. And you're gonna charge them? The battery. Like, come on, dog. That is but like, that's ridiculous. It is ridiculous, Phil. But what do you think? On your end, on a, and this is what I was trying to say. On a cop's end, nothing's a crime when they do it. Everything's a crime when you do it. You know, down to farting. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah. Uh, this guy. Well, I'd have to decide whether or not I believe he actually fanned it towards the officer. But I do feel like somebody could definitely fart in some handcuffs. And he said he was drunk. So mm-hmm. that, you know, your gas and stuff, you can't really control it. Anyway, uh, couldn't have been us. Couldn't have been no nipples. Because, uh, yeah, they'd probably beat us yeah. for farting. And mean? I don't feel like we would do that. Because no. it's, like, gross. We're very, like, you know, black people are very, what's the word I'm looking for? Cleanliness is next to godliness. Mm-hmm. Most of us won't even take dumps outside of the house. We might rob somebody, but we ain't, you know, we ain't splitting no poles. We're superstitious and we're uh, right. very germ, anti-germ. Right. I give you that. So you don't think he black, but what, what, do, you, what do you say? I almost want to go with Hispanic because he's very gassy, this guy. But tequila doesn't make you gassy. Beans do. Uh, we're going to go with Betty White. Damn, Phil, you should have gone with it. You had it. His name was Jose yeah. Cruz. You had it. You I had it. it. Mr. Cruz. He had you had it. Oh. They was getting to him. You had him, man. You had him. Damn, you switched I it up. You're right there. I knew it couldn't have been us. <laughs> you can't accuse a black person of fire. No one. No one me. No, yeah, no. I, I didn't do that. I don't do that. I don't never do that. In my life. I never. Have I, have I farted? So, yeah, man. Wow. Whoever smelt it, dealt it. That's right. Well, we've come to the end of another episode of But I Don't Know, though. Uh, please make sure to follow, like, share, and subscribe. We're still trying to give away this Nintendo Switch. We're getting the numbers are going up, but we need a couple more of y'all to get in there so we can start this contest the right way. 
Uh, Phil, you got anything coming up? Anything coming up? Yeah. Uh, me, myself. Well, I'm out of town next week, so I got to go home for a funeral. Damn, sorry to hear that, yeah, bro. Yeah, I, I don't know. Nah, I ain't got nothing coming up. We'll say that for now. Just because it's not clicking, whatever right. I got. That's the only thing on my schedule, and I'm going to be gone a week, so. All right, well, I am usually at LOL Comedy Club. Please follow my Instagram, Avery Mason Official, and my Twitter for details on that. Please make sure to follow Phil at... I am Phil Hunt. And always remember, we don't know what we're talking about. We're not experts. So if you take anything we're saying seriously, you, my friend, are a fool. You dummy. <laughs> Listen to anything he's saying. Thanks for listening, guys. Like, share, subscribe. Yeah, we'll see y'all next week. Yep. Peace. What's up, everybody? It's Avery Mason, co-host of But I Don't Know, though, here to remind you about our listener contest. If we can get to 150 subscribers, that's 150, we're going to be giving away this Nintendo Switch we got here. Not just any Nintendo Switch, one that I used for about two, three weeks. Didn't work out, but it could for you, and you can get a brand brand new used (laughs) Nintendo Switch with a couple of games. All you got to do is follow me and Phil on our social media platforms. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter, the Avery Mason on Twitter, Avery Mason official on Instagram, and you can follow my co-host Phil on I am Phil Hunt on all social media. And send us a message with the hashtag but I don't know that's hashtag b u t i d k t h o. Put it out there. You never know. And once we get to 150, One of you lucky listeners is going to win that switch. So I want to wish you luck. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.